Thank the Lord that we're gathered here once again to have fellowship together as brothers and sisters. Before we begin our time, I'd like to share with you two passages. The first one is in Matthew 26. Matthew 26, starting from verse 6. Yesuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzuzu
for it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. But Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always. And whenever you wish, you may, have, you may, do, good, you, you may do them good. But me you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to annoy my body for burial. But surely I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told as a memorial to her. And in fact, in John 12, it's also recorded the same story, but today we will not read that together. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Our God, our Lord, we indeed thank you. We worship before you for these words that we have read. And indeed, we are encouraged to see how Mary was um, pleasing, fully pleasing to you. And may you use the same words to encourage us. And as us brothers and sisters come again before you, and as we fellowship on this story, we pray that you will be with us. We commit whether it is the speaker or the listeners unto you. So that we may have a humble heart to learn. So that you can help us and encourage us even through these So that we may be after your will and be fully pleasing unto you. That it is all for your testimony. And it is for the work you do among us. And we commit this time into your hands. May you use this time. That you may speak into our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And indeed, it is a very familiar story. And we have been talking about the kingdom and some of the practical things related to, to it. And here the Lord tells us, wherever we preach of the gospel of the kingdom, we will have to speak of this story. It's like saying, well, anyone who have heard of the gospel of the kingdom would have heard of this story as well. And it is also as if saying that everyone who understands the gospel of the kingdom would know about this, would understand and appreciate this. Wherever the gospel is preached, this is where the story will also be. Because our Lord loves this story. And because He so loves this story. That He wants all of us to listen to this story. 
And it is not a story that he tells us once and we forget about it. But this is a memorial. Meaning we ought to remember as always. Not something that we can forget. And why is it that the Lord loves this story so much? Because it really pleases the heart of our Lord. And this causes his heart to rejoice. And he wants this story to be preached to everyone. He wants everyone to understand and know about this story. And so why is the Lord so pleased with this story? Why is it that he wants all of us to listen to this? Because it is in his will that this story should be everywhere. And he wants in our in ourselves to almost demonstrate this story everywhere. And we know from the Gospel of John that the woman in this story is is Mary. And in fact, this name showed up even around us many times. And in fact, we have many names in around us, but her story are very few. But yet, what the Lord wants is that her story would be told everywhere. Because this is the story that most pleased the Lord. And it is not a special someone who does this. Because in Matthew, both Matthew and Mark, it only speaks of a woman. In fact, the name didn't even come up. It is just a regular woman. And it could be that it is any regular housewife, a very normal regular person. And yet it is this common person who can do this. And even as common as regular as you may be, and yet with the heart that is right, it is what we can do. In this world, there are many jobs and positions that require training, education before you can take on that role. And here, yet we see to do this, it is not that we require any special training or education. It is any common person can actually do this. And so why did Mary do this? And we know that the Lord speaks of this to many. But yet not many knew how to do it. She was the only one, the only one who did this and understood. 
And he, she was able to do this because she was by faith. Because she had faith in our Lord. Because she's someone who lived before the feet of the Lord Jesus. And this is the story, as we know from another part of the Bible, where it talks about Mary and Martha. When Jesus visited their household, that she told Martha that Mary has chosen the better part, and because he, she was willing to live before his feet. And because she was there simply to listen to the she knew what the Lord wants to do. Because she knows what is in his heart and she, has, she had faith in him. And she really understood the heart of the Lord. And so she did this to please him. Because her heart was on the Lord. And yet we know many others heard the same. And yet none of them put that word in their hearts. And truly today even, we ourselves have read just now from the Bible. And we have many Bible studies. And whenever we read of the Bible, and how, how much do we indeed put that word of the Lord within our hearts? How much do we really understand the heart and the will of the Lord? And if we truly, if we truly understand it, that by faith we can do the same. And truly, we always read of his words. And sometimes we are just like the, the others. The Lord spoke of these words and many heard it. And many of these words just came and go. They were not put into their hearts. And we have the same challenge. We read the Bible. We, have, we see the word of God. But do we understand his heart? Do we understand his words? In, in, we understand the theory. We understand in our head. We have detailed analysis. All the context, history, background, we got all of those right. We know so much. But beyond all that, do we really touch the heart of the Lord in this Why did the Lord why does the Lord share this story with us? Why did the Lord Jesus share the story of Mary to us? Why is the story of Mary recorded here in the Bible? Why does he want all of us to understand this story? 
And truly, I don't know how many times we probably have read of it in Bible study, the same story. But how many of the story in our lives that can be told of the same story as Mary? Have we ever thought of why the Lord wants us to understand the story of Mary? And we understand the context, what's happening there, and the history behind the story. But do we truly understand why, what is it about the story that the Lord wants us to understand? So may the Holy Spirit speak to us that through God's Word, and I want to share through Mary this very story. So let us learn together. So what did our sister do? And why did he do why did she do it? And here it tells us that she did it for his burial. And that it was for because of his death and his burial that she did this. And so how much do we know of the death of the Lord? How much do we understand of the worth of his death? And if we are truly living by faith, we would have a deeper appreciation of his that we would offer among us there's a brother. And he is often very willing to offer himself to the Lord. And he has a restaurant. Uh, every week he would invite brothers and sisters to have fellowship in his restaurant twice or three times a week. Whether it's brothers and sisters who are struggling in weakness, he invites them over. Or sometimes he would also invite other brothers or responsible brothers, serving brothers who would come and have fellowship together. And one time he had some money that he wanted to use for renovation of his home. That, but at one point when he saw that there were some other brothers and sisters who, was, who were in, in need that he willingly gave that money to them and so there was a sister who asked him at some point how come you're so willing to offer yourselves up to the Lord and so he turned around and asked the sister yet another question that, well, would you be willing to die for me? If you are willing to die for me, I would be willing to do this and offer up as much for you. And so through this we see our brother he was willing to offer up as much to the Lord because the Lord died for us. He saw how uh, he, he saw the, the, the worth of that death. 
here we see that's exactly what uh, Mary did. Because she knew the worth and the preciousness of his death. And soon after this, we know that she also experienced the death of her own brother, Lazarus. And it is not just for our own death situations, but even those who are close to us, relatives, close friends, when we are faced with a death situation there, how do we face them? Disappointment? Sadness? And so that's exactly what Mary experienced through her brother Lazarus because he died shortly after. And that when he died, she was so full of sorrow and, and so full of sadness. And what if you're facing that situation yourself? Can we face it? Can we bear it? But we know that we cannot face such a situation by ourselves. But our Lord, He died for us. And then Mary saw that his brother, her brother was, was dead for four days and that it, there was a stench. And yet the Lord called him to arise again. And so through that we that our Lord has the power of resurrection. And that even through that, we can see that He truly is the Son of God. And let us think. If it is someone who can cause others to arise again from the dead, can He die? And if it is someone who has that power of resurrection, he is God, can he die? So we know that our God does not die. And will never die. And he doesn't need to die. And yet, God made it very clear that he has to die. And yet, it was told also that he will rise again after three days. Even through what happened to her brother, she understood that the Lord Jesus will rise again. And so we know many went to the tomb to see the Lord, but she did not go. Because she knew that the Lord Jesus would rise again. And so why is it that she speaks of 
death and burial. Why is it that the Lord has to go through death? She knew that death was for her. Because if he did not die, then we all would need to die. And because through the experience of her, of her brother's death, she knew that she was not able to face death herself. And so through that, through that experience with her brother, she knew the worth, the preciousness of that power of resurrecting from the death and how it relates back to her personally. And so how do we see this death? We all know that the Lord Jesus has died for And we know that 2,000 years ago even then died. And yet have we thought about how much it relates to each of us when it comes to the Lord's death? And for his death, what are we willing to offer up back to him? And for God's for, for his salvation, we truly thank him. Because God here tells us and we read here in that she, for what Mary offered up, she did what she could. That we know the first, very first commandment, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And we know that if we truly use all of our heart and all of your mind, then truly our all would be into it. And of course, well, if I were to ask you, well, do you, do, do you love the Lord? And I'm sure all of you would say, well, of course I do. But if I were to ask you, well, do you love the Lord? All your heart, all your soul, all your mind? I'm not sure if we all can say the same. Do we love with all our hearts? Is it with all our strength? But he wants us to, while we love with all our heart, all our strength, and all our mind, that it is our all that is required. And it's not that he's asking how much, absolutely speaking, how much you can love. But what he wants is our heart. We know that there is this story of the offering from this widow who only had but two, 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 two coins to offer. There was nothing else that she had, but that was all her livelihood. And yet, we can see the heart in that offering. Now, so think of why the Lord, why God wants Abraham to offer up Isaac. Because what the Lord 
what God wanted was not so much about Isaac, but the heart of Abraham. God wants our heart. And if we can put in all our hearts, then we can put that all that we can. Because this is what the Lord wants. What God has given us. It is the same. He has not spared and left behind a single bit and not given to us. Even the only precious begotten son, he would he had not spared him for us. He has prepared so much for us. And that he would not spare a single thing. That all the abundance through Jesus he has given to us. And truly the God has given us And he looks to us to do the same. And through how the Lord Jesus was offered up completely to us, we can see the love of God demonstrated. And so, brothers and sisters, I ask myself, ask yourself that if, if there is the only begotten of yours, Whatever that beloved begotten thing that you have, if God asks for it, would you offer it up? Would you offer, be able to offer it up even for the sake of the gospel, for example? Can we do all that we can for our Lord? Can we offer up without any reservation? We know that we have many, many reservations. We are many, there are many things that we are not willing to give up. But God has not spared anything, including His only begotten Son. There's a sister who said to me, 他说他就说他说如果你没有爱弟兄的心 she said if you don't have a heart that loves brothers and sisters 你就没资格服侍主 that you really don't qualify to serve them 他为什么知道看见我这个人没有爱弟兄的心呢 and well how does she know that I don't have a heart that loves brothers and sisters 但是因为他就看见 and I think that's because he saw that she saw that for what I do, I do not, I, I did not really, I, I wasn't doing what I could, all that I could. In many things, I could have offered up myself, and even more so, and yet I have not, and I think I was, my sister saw that. 但是他, but yet when that was said to me, I didn't really feel that much. I thought, wow, I have no, I have, I have done so much. Then, but when I come to this story, 
And as I meditate upon the story, I remember what the sister said to me. And through the word of the sister, and through the word of the Holy Spirit, I think the Lord was rebuking me. Because I really haven't done all that I could. And so I repented before the Lord. And I wanted to share the story today. I wanted to be an encouragement for all of us. On one hand, I tell you the story. On the other hand, I'm telling myself. Because we need this story. That this story may be an encouragement So truly, this is a brother who says this, which is if you were to serve the Lord, and if you are to be greatly used by the Lord, you have to really see how much are you willing to offer up before the Lord. If you're willing to offer all that you have, that's the only situation where the Lord can truly work in you. Only when you are willing to offer yourself up before Him, that's the time when He can work with you. However much you offer up, that's exactly how much He will and if you just do lip service or you see their needs and yet really nothing that you have done. And so your usefulness in the Lord's hand is probably also limited. Because through how much you offer up before Him, He can see what is in your heart. And through our brother Zhang Yu's testimony, we can see. That his sister actually uh, was with us, and it was the third day when she joined us that she came to know the Lord. And it was a week after that she wanted to get baptized. Before she had not at all heard of the gospel. It is a very foreign concept. It's such a foreign concept to her when it comes to the Lord Jesus. How could it be that in a few a matter of few days we can speak of the gospel clearly? And here the Lord allows us to see. Because through what brothers and sisters were willing to offer up for our brother Jane. Because all that, that was offered up really touched her, touched her sister. She said, many things I do not understand. Because from, from, a world, from the world standpoint, we are not related at all to him or to her. 
我们怎么会这样的关心他？为啥做这个，还要为他找房子供给他吃的 ？So why would we do all this? Looking for places for him, helping him to find food. Why would we do all this? 这个事情就是亲兄弟都很难做了。And even if your blood brothers and sisters, it may be difficult to do. 他说我没想到我的弟弟会在你们中间做到这么好的家。That I, she said, I just cannot,、uh, could have imagined how. What a great care that she he was able to receive among us. And she was able to see his brother among this big family. That there is love among brothers and sisters. Because we see that God blessed. All that that was offered up for our brother, all the love and care from among brothers and sisters towards brothers and you. So he said, he his sister told me, he immediately heard his brother's this this thing. And the sister said to me that, well, actually, ever since I hear of the news of his death, I was not able to sleep well. But it was until. That memorial service. He saw our God in our midst. That she saw God among that our God among us. He saw our brothers and sisters. That she saw how brothers and sisters love each other. He thought because he thought there was no close relatives, his brothers were not many. That day, the whole house. She thought, well, we don't have many、uh, relatives, and yet the hall,、uh, the memorial service was filled. And that she saw in the family of God how much was offered up. And so her heart was comforted. And so that very night she slept very well. 他许多都不懂，但他心里有一个渴慕，我要，我要，我要。And so we saw that when she came to the meeting, there were so many questions on her mind and many things she did not understand. But there is yet a longing because of what she has seen to long after the Lord. 所以神就预了，我们弟兄姊妹说，把上圣灵就预了这一些在他姐姐身上动的善功。So you see that God was able to use. Everything that was offered, the Holy Spirit was able to use everything that was offered up by the brothers and sisters to work through his sister. And in October, we will have another gospel. We just send the thing. We like by Sunday morning. And what can we offer up to please the Lord's heart? We only by Sunday morning. What are we willing to offer up? If we only by Sunday morning. Only if you will, if you will, to do all that you could. Whatever you offer up, the Lord will truly bless. The Lord is willing to bless as much as what you're willing to offer up. And so, for the Lord, what are you willing to offer up? Because God wants your heart. Are we willing to offer our whole heart to Him? If we are willing to offer wholeheartedly, then we will use all our strength, all all that we can.
And so here you see this uh, our sister in the story, how she did all that she could. And we can, in other words, say she offered all that she had. And we know that it's not that she is very rich. And how you can tell is because, well, she didn't have a servant per se, but that she did it herself to serve the Lord when the Lord is in her house. And yet here we see that she, what she offered up and poured onto Jesus was a very costly oil of sweetheart. And I'm sure it, it, it is something, even now, it's very, very expensive. And so, even if you think of the price back then, and then translate it to today, even today, we know that this must be something very, very costly. But when it comes to this very costly thing, and it's, it, it says that this is 30 or so, 30 denarii. And we know that silver speak of uh, redemption. And we know that the redemption, even back in Exodus, it is through silver. Because it speaks of the worth of men. And in, in fact, through the, here, you see that this is all that she really had. This is her all. And so she used her all to buy this very fragrant oil. And then she poured it on the Lord Jesus. It is just the same as she poured herself, her all, onto him. Because God is her all. And that's why she was willing to offer up her all unto him. And yet, we know, uh, for, on the other hand, for, Ice, uh, for um, uh, Judah, um, um, that the Lord is only worth 30 pieces of silver. Because we know for those who do not believe, the Lord Jesus is not worth anything. Because he was simply sold for 30 pieces of silver. Because he was blinded to see the true worth that he is, that Jesus was the Son of God. And yet, in, by, by faith, our sister Mary, Mary saw the worth of the Lord, the true worth. And so, when it comes to the salvation that the Lord has prepared for us, what is it worth? What is its worth in our hearts? And so, for that, 
which he has given us in, salva- in our salvation, what is he worth? Is he worth us putting our all for him? Have we offered our all unto him? And okay, in our head we know he it's very precious, he is worth a lot. And we would, you know, through our mouth we would say how priceless it is also, how good it is. But if indeed we feel that it is so good, that in our hearts, are we willing to offer up? Are we willing to offer up according to its worth? Is the true worth truly in our heart so precious? And so, by faith for whatever we are willing to offer up. And truly, by the time it gets to in, uh, acting upon it, we discounted it significantly already. And sometimes, if you buy a house, someone would pay maybe a million dollars. Maybe even two million. And so, well, why is it that you're willing to pay so much for a house? Because you know that there is a fundamental worth to it, and that's why you would offer up the price that it is worth. But we know that for the salvation that was given to us, it is priceless. Even more and more you put in, however much you put in, you can never make it up to it. And yet it is something that the Lord has given us freely. And so when we come to receive this priceless do we truly feel in our heart that it is so priceless would it cost us to offer all that we have for him? And we know that when, when, when it comes to the things, offer, offering things to the Lord, we're just not willing. We have so many reservations. May the Lord help us. That He may open our eyes. That we may see His worth. How He has given us freely. That this is a price. There is nothing that can measure that worth. And yet for the salvation. Are we willing to offer ourselves what God wants is our heart? Are we willing to offer our heart? Do we have a response to his love and his salvation to us? This is what he wants. We know how much of what Mary did really pleased the Lord. And God said, This is a pleasant thing, a good thing. It is praiseworthy because it really pleased the heart of the Lord. Can we do the same? Can we offer ourselves?
And here it tells us even more that there comes to this is the disciples said, well, we could use the same money and sell it, uh, sell it and use the money to help the poor. And the Lord said, well, this you can do all the time because the, all, the poor will always be with you. And so, in effect, he asked his disciples, where I am in your heart. And so it's in effect asking us whether we have him in our hearts. For all the things that we do. We live in this world. Many things we just need to do. We need to just do it and go walk past these things. And for all these things that we need to go through, do we have the Lord in our hearts? Do we do all things unto Him? In Psalm 164, it tells us that sorrows will be multiplied for those who hasten after another God. If we do good things, it's not for the Lord. And it is maybe for our own good, our own fame, or our position, or whatever the reason may be. But it wasn't done unto the Lord. That it would all be in vain and without any price and worth. And yet, for the Lord, whatever it is that we do unto Him, it is a question of whether we have the Lord in our hearts. Do we have the Lord in the midst of our hearts? For saving us, God used all sorts of means and methods so that we may believe in Him. And he keeps sense, brothers and sisters and friends, and if you don't believe in this occasion, there comes another brother or another sister, another point, until we believe. And for your salvation, he, he, he thought to every single means and ways impossible. Until that day when you finally got saved. And we know that everyone who received the Lord at that occasion, it is a miracle. And it is just like one of the testimonies you heard after the baptism last week. Where the, the brother said, Well, my salvation is a miracle. And truly, all, each of our personal salvation, when it comes to the Lord, is a miracle. Because he paid a great price in order to save us. And after he has saved us, he has given us his name. And so that's why we pray in His name. 
And his testimony is on our shoulders. And so when we live on this earth, because we belong to him, we are his testimony. We ought to know. In order to be a testimony. It is not that, well, I will be a testimony when I feel like it. It's not something happened and then you feel like it and then you would then work for the Lord. Because Because we ourselves are a testimony. Because his name has been given to us. And after our baptism, the whole world knows that we are a Christian. And when you go out, even you say something bad, you start yelling at someone. We, the, 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 the God's name is on us. And so others who say, how, come, uh, how can you be a Christian like that? Then the name and the testimony of God would, 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 would be blemished. Because we ought to know that we are God's people. That His testimony is in us. Whether it is in your office at work. Others know and see that you are a Christian. It's not that, well, when I feel like I'm going to be a good testimony, in your conversations, in your meals, in working together, you are a testimony. And if there are anything that just falls short, and they've seen it. It is a blemish to the testimony of God. And it is a good testimony. It is one that glorifies God. Brothers and sisters, as we face many things on this earth, do we have the Lord in our hearts? Do we have His love and his testimony, his will in our hearts. If we do have the Lord in our hearts, many things we dare not do. Many words we dare not say. Because if we do that, we would blemish the testimony of God. Whether you're, we're talking about in the office, or among brothers and sisters, or even among husband and wives at home. Because, hey, when it's, brothers, when it's husband and wife, that is a testimony. Because the testimony of God is in your family also. I know many of us have this. Uh, uh, the frame uh, uh, picture that Jesus, the Christ is the Lord of our, of our household. And in fact, I, I give such 
out to many. We know that Christ is the Lord of our family, of our house. And so, if within our family we don't have a good testimony, that others would say, well, how come the Lord has such terrible children? Now how come, well, if, if Christ is the Lord, that we can't see him in this family? Because probably all that, all that can be observed is that we ourselves are Lord, not Christ. But if Christ Jesus is in our heart, that all these things we deal with within the family, if the Lord is in our heart, there are many things we would not do. Many things that you wanted to do, you would not do. And yet, many things that we see today, how come things happen? How come the testimony of God suffers? So because our hearts, the Lord is not in the heart, we forgot. We have not truly given Him the position He deserves. All that can be observed is us, ourselves. We think we are right. We think we, we are right. That others ought to listen to us. But what God wants that to offer all these even before Him. What you think is right, your theory, all that to be offered up to Him. Because I see among so many brothers and sisters, there's always I am right, he's wrong, or he is wrong, he, I, I, am, I am right and he is wrong. And what we see is truly, yeah, there's a testimony, but it is the testimony for yourself that you are good. But yet, in that goodness, we don't see the goodness of the Lord. Because you are right. But have you thought of, are you willing to offer that? You have a testimony for but what is missing is the, is the Lord's testimony. If we have the Lord in our heart, let's think of the Lord. Let's think of His love. Think of what He has offered before us. And think of what He requires. Think of what He entrusted to us. Because He entrusts His name to us. testimony to us. If we can think of all that, that we would be willing to lay down whether we are right, whether we are precious, for the testimony of God, that we must lay those down. And only when we are willing to put ourselves down, then will come flowing forth the testimony of God. And I see indeed among many brothers and sisters, 
Now we think, well, the, hus- the husband may, may say that, well, the sister is not following on. And so, because the, the wife is not following on, the husband tried to pull her along. And he, would, and he would use his own methods to make her spiritual. And yet, at the same time, it's the wife who wants the husband to be spiritual. And she also has many methods and means. And even if you were yell, if you to yelling and screaming, all of these apply. And we know that, well, no matter whatever method you employ, you just cannot make someone more spiritual. They just cannot be dragged along like that. Do we know that the growth that is caused by God is not something that can be replicated men by men? For someone to change their hearts and really have a change in their life, it is not something, a few words that you can say and therefore it will happen. Only by lots of prayer and in love that you offer and ask the Lord and when the Holy Spirit does that work and what God wants is for you to offer offer up your methods offer up your temperaments if you're willing to offer up your temperaments, your, your, your theory, your methods, and all that, then can the Lord really, truly work through you. But there are so many things that we are just not going to offer up. We have so many restorations. Oh, 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 whether it comes to material things. Or whether that self-worth that we may hold within us, God alike wants us to offer it up. And including the methods, your correctness, your theory, and all those, are we willing to offer up to the Lord? Because if we are willing to offer even those up, then God can truly work and bless through us. When we face many of these situations, many situations we just, we just need to deal with it. But we know that God's name is upon us. Do we have the Lord in us? Have we thought of the testimony of God? If we have the Lord in our hearts, we are willing to entrust ourselves that he will work in our hearts.
thank and praise to the Lord. Our time is up. We pray that the Lord will use this story to encourage us. And that He would also Oh, to, ba- uh, to, to balance our, um, our ways. And that we would have that heart to offer unto Him. That we can all be those who please Him. As the Holy Spirit leads, let a few brothers and sisters offer up a prayer, a word of prayer.